0: Celebrating 25 years of Utah's outdoor and Western lifestyle, Western Life Radio is coming up next.
1: Play safe on the water. In Utah, youth 12 to 17 must pass an approved safety class prior to operating personal watercraft on Utah waters. Classes are offered statewide. Register now or get more information by calling 801 801- 538 B-O-A-T. Visit stateparks.utah.gov. This message brought to you by the
0: Utah State Parks Boating Program. summer has officially begun and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting ready for some fishing? Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods reels, baits and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it so bring in your bows for free tune-ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do and They will get you just what you need. Visit us at seven Utah locations, Sportsman's Warehouse. Take it outside. Get connected with lightning-fast internet and telephone service through Rise Broadband. Formerly Digis, Rise Broadband raises the bar to internet service, connecting you with family, friends, businesses, and information you need every day. Rise Broadband is dedicated to connect customers with people and things that they value most, covering rural, remote, and suburban areas. Whether you're researching the latest news, enjoying the latest blockbuster movie, or chatting with friends, RISE Broadband provides reliable connections for everyone. For more information, visit risebroadband.com or call 844-411-RISE. Again, that's
2: 844-411-RISE. Get ready to ride PWCs and OHVs this summer season with Utah State Park's online education. OHV education is required for youth aged 8 to 15, and PWC education is required for youth aged 12 to 17. Utah's personal watercraft and off-highway vehicle youth education programs required by law are now online at www.stateparks.utah.gov.
0: celebrate the 60th anniversary of Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. Visit Utah's crown jewels throughout the year with a wide range of activities for your entire family. From boating and fishing to special events or educational opportunities, Utah State Parks offers plenty of adventures, scenery, and memories. An annual State Park Pass gives your family day use access to most of Utah's 43 parks featuring history beauty, and recreation. $75 annual passes are good for 12 months from date of purchase. And don't forget to make camping reservations year-round. Options include tent sites, deluxe RV sites, cabins, yurts, and teepees. Stop by the trailhead for your next outdoor adventure at stateparks.utah.gov. Us around the campfire with wind river country thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us my pleasure i am honored to have you on the program we've been talking about the eclipse for well ever since december thereabouts with the clark planetarium and we've warned people that they need to make their reservations they need to make plans they need to get prepared ahead of this eclipse if they don't want to be disappointed but we found a magical sweet spot in your neighborhood where people can still recreate they still have a little elbow room and have a lot of fun just ahead of the eclipse. Absolutely. That's Wyoming's Wind River Country. For folks unfamiliar with it, if they haven't headed that direction yet, where are you exactly?
3: Wind River Country is Fremont County, Wyoming. We're nestled up against the Wind River Mountains, and we stretch all the way from Dubois, Wyoming, which is up by Togedy Pass, just uh, about 20 miles from Yellowstone National Park, and all the way down to South Pass City. We stretch out from the peak of Gannett, which is the tallest mountain in Wyoming, all the way out to Boysen Reservoir. So it's a great big area in central Wyoming that will be almost perfectly matched by the path of the total solar eclipse on the 21st of August.
0: And I think that's incredible because that will maximize the time that they'll see that eclipse, that totality that people are excited about.
3: Exactly. It passes right through the middle of Winniver Country, going through tiny towns like Pavilion and Shoshone and through the Winniver Indian Reservation. Lots of wide-open spaces, millions of acres of public land to go make a private viewing location for yourself and enjoy a little bit of room to breathe for this big show.
0: I'm excited. You know, a lot of people in the state of Utah have been calling me and asking me, hey, where should I be going? I haven't made my plans yet, and I'm scared to death to go to Idaho because from what we've been hearing, the I-15 corridor could become a parking lot out of there because all the folks coming in from California, all the folks coming in from Arizona think that's going to be a quick, slick shot to get up there. I found a little spot off the beaten path. And your area is just beautiful, and it's full of history, too.
3: Thank you. Yeah, it really is. And I think we're going to see a lot of our traffic coming from Montana and Utah and maybe some from Colorado. But, you know, because we're kind of nestled away from a number of the big interstates, it takes a little bit of effort to get there and it's going to be worth it. So you're not going to be competing with people, like you said, from Colorado and Arizona. Their road trip is going to be toward Idaho. You're just going to be joining other Utahns on their way up north, and we're going to be here ready to welcome you. We still have lots of campsites available, which is fantastic, and even a few hotel rooms and Airbnbs and vacation rentals. So you don't even have to worry about getting up at the crack of dawn to make your drive up here. You can chill up some point in the weekend enjoy some of the events that are going on. We have lots of events and then sleep in on Monday the twenty first and roll out of your sleeping bag in time to see the eclipse start at about ten (laughs) thirty.
0: That rocks. That totally rocks. And I can tell your neighborhood has really spent some time preparing for this eclipse. I've been going through your website and there are a lot of activities. I can tell that there's been a lot of effort and a lot of planning. It had to been a number of years in preparation.
3: I no, really have. I've been so proud to see the hospitality that has been developing across Fremont County as people have learned that this incredible event is coming to us. Between the events that people are putting on and the lodging that people are making available to keep visitors entertained and comfortable, it's just amazing. We have a huge calendar of events and an entire webpage dedicated to unique Eclipse camping and lodging, and it just keeps getting longer and longer because people are excited to help visitors out.
0: Now, as we're talking about these opportunities and people have a pencil or have their little laptop or their phone out, where's the website that you just mentioned? Mm
3: -hmm. Windrivereclipse.org, and we have a calendar of events on there, and we have a Where to Stay tab. And those are the two that are going to be most relevant to what we're talking about now. But we have a lot of information on that website. You can find the exact timing for whatever town you're going to be in as far as when totality will happen, when the eclipse will begin and end, tips for planning your trip. We have a lot of information on there and a contact as well if there's anything that you're not finding. And I'll answer that right away. (laughs) It comes right to my inbox. But yeah, the calendar of events is chock full. And where to stay is where you're going to find all of the fun places to camp with locals who to open their doors.
0: I'm so impressed. In fact, your neighborhood has something for everybody. For the sci-fi enthusiasts, I noticed there was a couple things at the hotels. I think it was a Star Wars marathon, if I remember correctly. It's cool. There's a mountain man rendezvous. There's things for kids. And if you just want to be by yourself, you Mm -hmm. can take a hike up in the hills and see the opportunities in that area.
3: Yeah, you're describing it perfectly. It's a big area with lots of room and a great deal of diversity so just like you said you can join the mountain man rendezvous or you can join the wonderver hotel and casino for a cultural event or you can go to dubois and learn about big orange sheep or (laughs) you can enjoy live music in a barbecue and pavilion and obviously you can escape it all and go hike into the mountains and watch it all by yourself on the top of a peak
0: first rate all the way i'm so impressed And for the kids, I saw there's a number of activities for them. If folks want to take a look at some ancient petroglyphs, there's an opportunity to take a tour there Mm -hmm. and learn about that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. There are some really cool opportunities to get some educational experiences with your stay, whether you're going to see the petroglyphs on a tour with the Du Bois Museum or joining a NASA employee who's going to be doing a play-by-play of the eclipse in Du Bois. The 1838 Rendezvous site is also educational. You can learn how to throw a hatchet if you want. (laughs) There's lots of live music. There are museum displays, all sorts of great stuff that kids are going to love. They're going to learn a lot. There's a presentation the night before by Jill Tarter, and she's the woman that the movie Contact is based on. So lots of places and opportunities to learn surrounding a pretty baffling event, if you stop and think about it. There's a lot to learn about the eclipse and also a lot to learn about the area.
0: Long-term range forecasts. Have you seen anything recently as far as what the NOAA weather folks are thinking as far as the weather for that day?
3: You know, I was just starting to pull that up because I thought you might ask about that. And it looks like we're going to experience some scattered showers, possibly in parts of the county, but they'll be in the afternoon and the eclipse is in the morning. So we're still optimistic. We're still confident that you're going to be able to see it and enjoy it. And a little bit of rain in the afternoons might be a nice thing because August gets pretty hot up here. So I think we're just going to enjoy the day. Forecasts are historically very good for the whole county. I believe Riverton has an 8% chance of having any cloud cover at all and a zero percent chance of having any rain historically. So I think we still have a very good chance of having clear skies so that you have a completely unobstructed view of totality.
0: That is amazing. Have you ever had a chance to see an eclipse before in totality yourself?
3: I did. Just two nights ago, I dreamed about it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. But in reality, no, I've never seen one. I can't believe one's coming to my backyard, and I can't
0: wait. It's going to be awesome. I love the neighborhood. I love the area. Yeah. Again, something for everybody. Let's start talking about some of the individual Mm -hmm. events. The first thing that caught my eye was the big Mm -hmm. rendezvous. Now, this is actually at the same site as it was more than 100 years ago.
3: It's pretty cool. It's the 1838 Mountain Man rendezvous site, and it's right on the edge of Riverton. So it's actually really convenient for this event because it's easy to get into Riverton if you have any needs or if you want to attend any other events. But because it's right outside of town, you're not going to be dealing with people's headlights or security lights or anything like that coming on when the sky goes dark. So it's an excellent viewing location. The history around it is fascinating as well. In the 1830s with the fur trade, A lot of mountain men came out here and were trapping, particularly beaver pelts that was in high demand at the time. And every summer, they would come down out of the mountains with all of their pelts, low on supplies, full of stories, and meet up at a rendezvous. And they would meet the traders who would come from back east, and they would trade their pelts for supplies. They would meet with the Native Americans who called the area home, and they would basically just have a great big party after spending a year away from anybody else. And then they would stock up on their supplies and head back into the mountains. These didn't happen for a lot of years, but they were big, important historical events while they were going on. The one that happened in 1838 happened on this very site, and now a lot of reenactments happen around the Rocky Mountain West recognizing these events, but none of them occur on the original land as the one that they're reenacting. So in 1838, a rendezvous happened here, and now every year another rendezvous happens there as a reenactment. And this year, they're coming back. They had their rendezvous in July, and many of them are coming back in August to have basically a second rendezvous of the year They'll be all decked out in their buckskins and their black powder rifles and their demonstrations and their beating, and there will be a lot to learn, a lot to participate in, a ton of information for people of all ages, and he'll be having live music and food at the site. So you can still reserve spots to camp there, either with an RV or a tent, or you can just show up for the day. I think he has really reasonable prices. I'm not going to say it off the top of my head, but pretty reasonable to just show up for the day, participate all day, leave and come back as you feel interested, and then just pay that daily rate to participate in some of these really fascinating events that he has scheduled.
0: Well, you're exactly right. Minimal cost to get in. In fact, I was just checking online just a little bit earlier, and there's still lots of spots available. You could camp in a teepee if you wanted to. I know there was some opportunities to bring in your trailers. You can bring in your own tents. Or like you said, just walk in and just enjoy the day with them. And, you know, I love these rendezvous. We've been to a lot of them over the years. And I learned something new at every one of these events. There's always a hands-on activity. Mm -hmm. There's always something crazy fun. I mean, there's a candy cannon at some of these events. One thing I've seen different at yours Mm -hmm. that I've never seen before, they're shooting an anvil up in the air. I have to admit, I've never seen that one before.
3: That's an event that actually happens a lot of times at our South Pack Gold Rush Days every year, but they're bringing it to the rendezvous site. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. They put an anvil over a obviously predetermined amount of black powder, they light the black powder. Everybody backs up, and the anvil shoots straight up into the air 150 feet and comes pretty much straight back down.
0: (laughs) Get out of the way. (laughs) Wild and so cool. (laughs) I've seen bowling balls shot from cannons. Are there any cannon demonstrations at this event? I know you need a lot of room to do that. I don't think so. Fantastic food I would expect there too.
3: Yeah he has a great menu planned because they have events here every year. They have the infrastructure to be able to make great meals and serve them up. So that's something that they have going for them is their experience with this. So you can expect a quality experience, good food, and a comfortable location.
0: I also notice there's a bit of water there. If folks want to do a little angling, if they purchase a Wyoming mm-hmm. fishing permit, they can do a little fishing there too.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I will say that I see a lot of people use that site as a swimming hole too. So the kids might want to cool off in there. So I think they do a pretty good job of identifying where you should be fishing and where you should be filming. So you kind of get a little
0: bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's cool. It'd be fun to hook into a yeah. fish during right yeah. the eclipse. That'd be crazy fun.
3: <laughs> it would be wild, wouldn't
0: it? It would be. And, you know, there's so many different groups that show up, too. You know, there's the Native Americans. You see the mountain men. An opportunity to learn from each one of them. I mean, I know it's some of them I've been in the past. I've had a chance to shoot the muzzle loaders. I've been able to shoot a little archery tackle, get a feel for, like you said, the tomahawk throw. There's something Mm -hmm. to be said, and you walk away going, well, you know what? I learned something really cool. That's something I'll never forget.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned the Native American experience, too, and there will be a shuttle that goes from the 1838 rendezvous site up to the River Hotel and Casino, So you can get an even more blended experience, if you will. You can spend some time at both locations. Wynnever Hotel and Casino is just up the hill, also in Riverton, and they will be having a number of cultural experiences and events and demonstrations and lessons there as well, so you can get deeper into that Native American understanding if that's something that interests you. And there will be a specific event during the Eclipse There will be drumming and singing in recognition of the eclipse, which is, I imagine, going to be a very powerful experience.
0: I'm glad you said that. I was looking for that online. I didn't spot it. I think it's going to be magical. I really do. Because, you know, the Native American cultures have always had something special with these types of events.
3: Yeah. We have all of their information on that calendar, and we have a little bit more information about what they're doing under packages and events on that website of ours, wondervereclipse.org. But you can also just get the direct information about what they're doing at eclipsecelebration.com.
0: I will add that link that to our website.
3: Full schedule of events. They did a good job scooping up that website. And they have a beautiful, informative site with a great logo. It's worth checking out.
0: You've done a beautiful job on that website, that main website. I literally spent at least three hours learning about the culture. And speaking of the Native American culture, Crowheart is actually an interesting place. It has interesting history behind it, too. Mm -hmm.
3: It really is. It's a cool place. It's another one of those little tiny towns that the center of the path of totality crosses. And they are gearing up, and you will get an incredible view of this historical landmark from the town of Crowheart while the eclipse is passing over you. The legend with this massive butte is that there was a battle between the Shoshone and the Crow in 1866. And ultimately, the Shoshone conquered and it was named in honor of the fallen Crow leader. You have Crowheart the town and Crowheart Butte. And nothing that is going to obstruct your view of the eclipse, which is also pretty important when you're talking about it from this perspective.
0: Now, you were mentioning earlier the reservations in that area offer many great camping opportunities. And if folks want to learn about those opportunities, you have a website to point them to?
3: Yes. They have compiled a great resource for us with all the information where they would prefer people camp, where they don't want people to camp. You know, a lot of the reservation has sacred sites to people. So I know that people want to respect that. I've been getting a lot of questions from really respectful people, and now we have a great resource for them with the answers. We have put it on the Wind River website. It will go on the Wind River Eclipse website, But since it's not there yet, I want to tell you, if you go to windriver.org and scroll down to the bottom, it's right there with a map and a headline, How to Enjoy the Eclipse from the Wind River Indian Reservation. And that'll tell you the areas where they prefer visitors, spend time, and it will also walk you through the permitting process. Because there is a requirement that you buy a permit in advance to... Spend time on the eclipse, whether it's a week or a night or just the day. And they're easy to get. You can call in advance and buy them, pick them up the day of. It's easy to do. It's just a little bit different process from what it usually is to spend time on the reservation. And they've outlined it really well, and we now have it on our website. We will put it on our Facebook later today. It should be easy to find, but if you have any questions or any trouble finding it, Use that contact form on our website, and I'll get it directly to you.
0: Awesome. We'll have links on our website pointing folks that direction as well. Like you said, people want to be respectful, you know, and and there's a lot of private land up in that neighborhood too, and we want to make sure that people heading north Mm -hmm. into your neighborhood respect that private property too.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and we really appreciate that. A lot of residents have been encouraged to make sure that they have no trespassing signs just to make it easy for you, not to make it feel unwelcoming. But if you see a no trespassing sign, then you know it's not public land. But there are also a great list of places that are established and approved and will have resources available like water, viewing glasses, restrooms, things like this. We have a list of those sites if you just want someone to tell you where you can go instead of trying to do a lot of research about what's public and what's private. Again, that's on the Wind River Eclipse website. Under Packages and Events, we have a parking-slash-viewing sub-tab, and there's a great big table there that lists where the location is and then what services they have. So if being able to buy food on-site is really important to you, you can kind of look and find which ones have that. And if it's not important to you, you'd rather be really close to a pavilion, you can sort looking along those lines. So you can go about it whichever way you like. You can use these parking and viewing areas that we've identified to help you plan your trip, or you can spend time using other resources to identify what's public and what's private. Google Maps and all sorts of other GPS websites make it easy to figure out where you can be and where you can't, and quite frankly, one of country has a ton of public land, so it shouldn't be too hard to find a place where you can get off of the road and set up a picnic and enjoy the eclipse.
0: I love it, and since you brought up food... What restaurants are there? I notice there's some big banquets. There's some barbecue dinners and things people can attend. Do people need to make early reservations to make sure they get a seat somewhere? You know, if you're
3: planning on eating in a restaurant, a reservation is an excellent idea. A lot of people are going to be hungry right after the eclipse because it starts late morning and ends after lunchtime, you know. So if you're not planning on hanging out in your chosen viewing area with a picnic or something, you're probably going to want a reservation at your chosen dining area. Now, there are places that are pop-up opportunities where that's not going to be a concern. For example, in Bois, the Headwaters is going to just have shifts of local volunteers making food for people. So you can bop in. It's a great big public building. You can probably wait in line for a short period of time and get your meal. The Wendover Casino, which I mentioned earlier, will have a big buffet, so that's going to make it easier. A lot of the camping and viewing areas that have food have brought in food trucks or local vendors, so they're really only going to be feeding the people who are on site, which, again, is going to make it easier to get food when you're hungry and make it not necessary to make a reservation. But there are a lot of options in Tremont County, and it really gives you the opportunity to plan your trip to suit your needs. If you want to go sit down somewhere, make a reservation in advance. If you want to have a picnic, pick up your groceries when you get into town. If you want to eat on-site where you're camping or where you're viewing the eclipse, just make sure that they'll have food there. And then just go to the vendor or the food truck or the barbecue site when you're getting hungry.
0: And it sounds like you got everything under control there. That's what really encourages me. We just barely did an interview with Seth Jarvis with the Clark Planetarium, and it sounded like it's almost battle stations if you're going up towards Idaho. Bring everything you want. Bring extra gas. Bring everything. Don't plan on stopping anywhere because it's going to be a nightmare. And it sounds like you got a really easygoing, fun experience worth attending for the big eclipse.
3: I really think so. We're not... delusional about it we know that there will be a big influx of people and a pretty dramatic increase in demand on supplies but locals are thinking about that too so people around here will have their pantries and refrigerators and gas tanks full before a lot of visitors start showing up and then that will ease the demand on local stores and it'll make the shopping experience less crowded for everybody I also recommend that people be a little bit prepared. You know, like I said before, traffic is going to be a little bit slower. So have some snacks and some water in your car. But I think for the most part, the people who are in this industry 24-7, 365 days a year are prepared for what's coming and have taken the necessary steps. And the people who have decided to open their doors to travelers have also put in the extra effort. We've been really working hard to inform people of what to expect, and they've been working hard to get ready so travelers have the most comfortable experience possible. So, yeah, I think a little combination of having a few snacks in the car and then being willing to jump out and eat at a food truck and will be a really comfortable experience, and for the most part, we're not too concerned about running out of anything.
0: I love to hear that. It's making me smile. It's such a stark yeah. contrast to what I've been hearing, and... I know a lot of people have been shying away saying, you know what, I think I'm just going to just stay home and forget it, (laughs) you know, and this is a magical experience, folks. If you get a chance, if you can make your schedule work, I highly recommend it. This is an opportunity, you know, it only happens a couple times in everyone's lifetime unless you spend a lot of money on travel Mm -hmm. and for us here in the West, this is a truly a special opportunity and I can't think of a better location than the Wind River area to really take advantage of it.
3: You know, me neither. I am really excited that I get to watch it from here and I'm really looking forward to sharing the experience with people who come from, you know, the other ends of the planet and people who come from my neck of the woods just down south in Utah. I think it'll be really cool to share with all sorts of people and we're going to have a pretty comfortable experience.
0: Let's take a quick break, be back in a few minutes. We have Casey Adams with us with Wind River Country. We have directions on how to get to that neighborhood and more tips on the way. Stick around. You're listening to Western Life Radio. Get connected with lightning fast internet and telephone service through Rise Broadband. Formerly Digis, Rise Broadband raises the bar to internet service, connecting you with family, friends, businesses, and information you need every day. Rise Broadband is dedicated to connect customers with people and things that they value most, covering rural, remote, and suburban areas. Whether you're researching the latest news, enjoying the latest blockbuster movie, or chatting with friends, Rise Broadband provides reliable connection for everyone for more information visit risebroadband.com or call 844-411-RISE again that's 844-411-RISE
1: When carrying a firearm, always treat it as if it were loaded. Always keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on target and you're ready to fire. Never let your muzzle point at anything you're not willing to destroy. And always be sure of your target, its environment, and any other safety hazards. This announcement has been brought to you by taylorgunsmithing.com.
0: Summer has officially begun, and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting, ready for some fishing? Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods, reels, baits, and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it, so bring in your bows for free tune-ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse, you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do and they will get you just what you need visit us at seven utah
2: locations sportsman's warehouse take it outside Get online, on board, and on track with Utah State Park's online education for OHVs and PWCs. OHV education is required for youth aged 8 to 15, and PWC education is required for youth aged 12 to 17. Utah's personal watercraft and off-highway vehicle youth education programs required by law are now online at www.stateparks.utah.gov.
0: Let's hit the lake. Put on your life jackets and let's go. But mom, when will I be old enough so I won't drown, and I don't have to wear my life jacket.
2: Will I be invincible just like you? Sweetie, I'm not invincible. I need my life jacket too. Anyone can drown, no matter how old they are.
1: Accidents do happen. Protect yourself and set an example. Wear the proper safety gear when you're on the water. Please remember, nobody is invincible
0: celebrate the 60th anniversary of Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. Visit Utah's crown jewels throughout the year with a wide range of activities for your entire family. From boating and fishing to special events or educational opportunities, Utah State Parks offers plenty of adventures, scenery, and memories. An annual State Park Pass gives your family day use access to most of Utah's 43 parks featuring history beauty, and recreation. $75 annual passes are good for 12 months from date of purchase. And don't forget to make camping reservations year-round. Options include tent sites, deluxe RV sites, cabins, yurts, and teepees. Stop by the trailhead for your next outdoor adventure at stateparks.utah.gov.
2: back to
1: Western
0: Life Radio with your host, Brian Brinkerhoff. Welcome back to Western Life Radio. I'm Brian Brinkerhoff, host of this program. We have Casey Adams with us with Wind River Travel Council. And for folks who are not familiar with your neighborhood, they want to head up your way, if they're coming from the Salt Lake area, mm-hmm. if they're coming from south of Provo, what's the best way to get to you? That's a good question.
3: I would head up 80 to a little north of Evanston. And then there are a couple different routes you can take, either just west of Green River. You can hop off on a two-lane highway and make your way through Farson over South Pass and into Wind River Country. Or you can continue on I-80 all the way to Rock Springs and then jump off on 191 which will also take you to Farson and South Pass. It's about the same amount of time. One might be a little quieter road, so if you're seeing a lot of traffic, you can jump off, Both show up on Google Maps and not when you're doing your navigation. That's the way I go when I visit my grandma in Salt Lake. So (laughs) then once you're in Fremont County, then it's just a matter of deciding how far into the path of totality you want to get. Lander is the first town you will reach that is within totality, and it's going to experience a minute and seven seconds of totality. So it's kind of on the edge. On the other hand, you may not be working against that much traffic if you just stop in Lander. So it kind of depends on what your goals are. If you want to get deeper into the path of totality, experience it for up to two and a half minutes, then you're going to want to navigate onto one of those sites on the reservation or Riverton or Pavilion. Personally, I think it would be pretty cool to be on a boat on and Reservoir. There are a lot of options. It just depends on how much driving you want to do and how much totality you want to experience and what other experiences you want to surround your Eclipse time
0: Again, I think it's wise to show up a little early, you know, spend a couple of extra days there to celebrate the rest of the stuff going around. I mean, you know, it's nice to make a quick hop up there and beat a lot of the traffic heading towards Idaho, but there's so much to experience here. There's so many things to see. And what has impressed me is that there's been so much prepared to make sure that this experience is something people will remember even beyond the two and a half minutes of totality.
3: You make a really good point about remembering it beyond the totality, that period that you'll be in darkness, because a lot of the events that people have planned are extensions of what you can experience any year, any day in one countries. So the wildlife tours I mentioned earlier in Dubois, those happen every other year. The Native American dancing that you can watch, that happens twice a week in the summer. In different towns in Fremont County, so you can come watch, you can join a powwow during the summers. The 1838 rendezvous site, like I mentioned before, that event happens every year. The access to the mountains is always there. So, it's a really cool opportunity for us to show a new group of people what we have to offer any other time of the year. So hopefully people will do exactly what you just said. Hopefully people will have an incredible, profound, magical eclipse experience. But then they will also see and enjoy other things that week, come out early, stay a little bit late, and those things will stick with them as a special vacation as well.
0: And that's exactly what I've been saying. There's a lot of places we could go to enjoy and experience this. this this is an opportunity to kind of sample a little bit and then come back for a, a main course at another time.
3: Absolutely. I like how you put that. That's a great idea. And, you know, we've been talking about crowds being a little bit smaller here versus other places during the eclipse. But our slogan is room to breathe. So you know you're going to see even fewer crowds if you come back at a different time of year for a second visit.
0: In fact, we want to bring you back on in a little while and maybe talk up some opportunities in the fall time or maybe next spring and let people know what else is headed your way because, like you said, throughout the year, you have all kinds of things going on.
3: Absolutely. We really do. It's a great big area. has a lot to offer. It's always difficult for me to summarize it in one sentence just because it's a really varied experience and a pretty broad of the Rocky Mountain West. So I would love to come back and talk about some of the exciting things you can do from cowboy life to outdoor recreation to cultural experiences to a historical tour.
0: Now, speaking of the cowboys and some of the historical opportunities as well, there are Mm -hmm. lots of hands-on opportunities. I don't know if all the spots were filled yet, Mm -hmm. but I know that there are opportunities if people want to pack up in the mountains and be in the big old wall tents and everything and enjoy Mm -hmm. that experience.
3: Yeah, the dude and guest ranches are not all full. I know that they are filling up quickly, but there is still some availability. There are also opportunities if you don't want to go spend an extended period of time in the backcountry. You can find a hack ride that goes up just for about five hours, I think. So you would leave from Dubois, ride your horses up into the mountains, have lunch and watch the eclipse and then ride back. So you can have a shorter experience if that's what you're interested in, or you can spend a few days up there and just really enjoy the solitude of the Winter River Mountains and see the eclipse while you're up there.
0: Sweet. I didn't know there were still spots available. I'm glad to hear that. That seemed to me like that would fill up yeah. very quickly. So, again, your people are prepared. They're ready. They probably got extra pack animals ready to go.
3: Yep, exactly. Yeah, definitely extended services and more opportunities than you would typically have on a Monday in August, but that's our people rising to the challenge. Off the top of my head I know that at least the Triangle Sea Guest Ranch north of Dubois still has some availability. Definitely check those out if you're looking for a quick solution and if you're looking for more, spend some time on the website or shoot me an email and we'll connect you with some other providers.
0: Now the Wind River area is legendary as far as outdoor recreation, as far as wildlife, as far as beauty. What are some of the other things people can look forward to in your area?
3: Sinks Canyon isn't actually in totality, but it's just a few miles from Lander, and it is worth seeing. And they will be having hikes and a trail race and caving experiences because Sinks Canyon is this incredible place where the river Drinks down into a cave and disappears. And then a couple hundred yards down the canyon, it resurfaces. It pulls up out of the ground and you can go check out some of these caves. And you can see the disappearing river and you can go see where it reappears. And the Sinks Canyon State Park is putting on a handful of fascinating events where you can really go learn about the natural and human history in that area and explore it on your own. Way farther north, up in Dubois, you can spend some time with the National Bighorn Sheep Interpretive Center. They're putting together a set of tours to see petroglyphs and to learn about wildlife, specifically the bighorn sheep that call that part of the world home. They are the biggest wintering herd of Rocky Mountain bighorn sheep that reside near Dubois. So You can learn all about them, maybe even see them. Usually they're easier to spot in the fall, and you can learn about the petroglyphs and, again, natural and human history up there. You can also take tours of the Winter River Reservation, which I guess is a little off-topic as far as mountain experiences. But when we're talking about tours, that would be another great one to learn about history and see what's been going on there for American history and beyond. So, yeah, you can also just go off on your own and have your own adventure. If you're equipped and you know what you're doing and can safely prepare yourself. I know of several residents who are hoping to kind of escape the crowded scene and get into the mountains and just spend the weekend camping on their own. And the access into the Wind River Mountains from any point in Fremont County is just incredible. It's unrivaled. And you could go as far back in as the top of Gannett Peak, which would be pretty incredible.
0: Oh my goodness, you're making me smile. <laughs> this is going to be incredible. In the cave, I didn't even find the cave stuff yet. I haven't even found that part of the site yet. So there's a lot of stuff to discover, a lot of history. Railroads came through that area, I know, and it's amazing what you have available. Anybody who loves history would love to come to your area, I'm sure.
3: I completely agree, and each town has a great museum that explores a different Aspect of the area, so you're not going to get the same sort of spiel or see the same displays if you go to multiple museums. You're going to learn about all sorts of different components of what makes Wonder River Country what it is, and what made Wonderver Country what it is. It's a pretty special place, and you can put together an experience that's really going to suit your interest. So if it's history, if it's getting out into the mountains and having some space, if it's culture, if it's live music. You'll probably find it here, and you'll probably find it here between the 17th and the 21st.
0: <laughs> Website, if people are just starting at the trailhead for more information, where do they head? WindRiverEclipse.org.
3: There is a lot of information on there, lots of tabs with additional information, a contact us form that we're responding to promptly. And if you need more information or want to reach out in a different way, we're also on Facebook. Just Wind River
0: Eclipse check it out again we'll have links on our website folks to point you in the right direction this is amazing what other opportunities are there that we have not talked up yet for the big eclipse
3: that's an excellent question i personally think that the opportunity to spend some time in small town wyoming watching them show off what they have to offer why people are calling these places home for such a big event is a pretty special component of this and i bring this up because pavilion is a tiny little town of maybe 300 people and they will be experiencing the longest period of totality in fremont county and that's two minutes and 25 seconds and they have geared up they have a barbecue and live music planned they'll have their eclipse glasses there they have parking set up for a whopping $5 a vehicle, and they're just really excited to be at the heart of the Winderbury Eclipse and to welcome people who want to squeeze every second out of the Great American Eclipse. So if I had the choice, well, I guess I can't say that because every other day I alternate where I want to spend the eclipse, but right now in this moment, I think it would be pretty special to go spend it out with the folks who call Pavilion home, and you're going to get that hometown feel, that excitement, the local welcome in any town, so I shouldn't play favorites, but but that seems like a pretty special place, and it's going to be one of their few chances to really shine on a global stage, and I'm excited to let people know about Pavilion. <laughs>
0: I think that's going to be a neat location. And it's hard to choose. I mean, you have so many different opportunities. Where do you want to be on that exact moment? That's going to be a tough call for a lot of people Mm -hmm. when you have so many choices available and any of those choices are good choices.
3: Exactly, exactly. It's really just whatever is piquing your interest. If you get on that Winter Eclipse website and the Native American dancers are what pique your interest, then that's where you should be. If the Waters of Poison... attracted you, then bring your kayak up and just drift. Two things to think about that I've heard from people, more experienced eclipse chasers, are the options of amplifying the experience a little bit by your setting. For example, if you're on water and it's smooth, there's a chance you will see a reflection of the eclipse in the water, which is a pretty incredible spot. On the other hand, If you're on a high point, if you're at the top of a hill, then you're going to be able to see the moon's shadow rushing across the landscape at 1,800 miles an hour. And then as the eclipse ends, you'll see that shadow rushing away from you at 1,800 miles an hour. So those are two kind of unique things that if you don't have any eclipse experience, you might not know to plan for in advance. So... Maybe give that a little bit of thought, thinking more about your location physically or geographically as opposed to culturally or historically. Maybe you want to be on Boise and maybe you want to be on Ocean Lake to see if you can see a reflection. Or maybe you want to be sitting on Indian Ridge with some other folks who are camping there and see the shadow. It's up to you.
0: (laughs) Anything you want and then some. If folks don't bring their own viewing glasses you probably have a lot of locations there that will have glasses available.
3: Yes, we have glasses everywhere. I've been seeing them everywhere from Banks to Ace Hardware for very reasonable prices right now. So I will have a handful in my car as well. So if I encounter you and you have lost yours, flag me down and I'll give you a pair.
0: Sweet. (laughs) That's a good idea because those things can easily get lost in the commute and... Things can get munched up or something, Mm -hmm. and it's nice to know that there's a backup waiting there somewhere.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, people are going to want to see this with their kids, and they shouldn't be expected to have to keep track of kids and travel gear and snacks and water and sunscreen and this bizarre pair of sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) for a road trip and a camping weekend. So a lot of people will have them on hand, and a lot of people will have them for free or for donations. And if you do have to pay, so far, I've seen very reasonable prices, $1 to 2 bucks.
0: Check it out, folks. What's that website yeah. one more time? WindRiverEclipse.org. WindRiverEclipse.org. Check it out, folks. You can link it through our website. It's not too late to make those reservations. I know they're still taking reservations up until just a few days before. And you might still be able to sneak in on some of these places. I mean, if you're just not sure if you can get off work, if you're not sure you can make it, and it suddenly appears this is the place to go. This will be a fun experience, and there's something again for everybody.
3: Absolutely, I would encourage anybody who's thinking about it at the last minute to give it a shot, and if nothing else, give people a few calls the night before, see if they still have room. There are currently 28 providers on our Eclipse-only lodging website, which is on that Whenever Eclipse website. There are 28 people who have opened up their fields or their backyards or their campers or their RV sites, and they will probably—somebody's still going to have room if you have a last-minute urge to come on up and check it out. So give it a try. Give people a call or just head on up and we'll find a place for you.
0: I did see a lot of very affordable opportunities for just camping. I mean, it's going to cost less to camp there than it will Mm -hmm. for the gas to come back and forth. This is really (laughs) nice. This is really nice. You know, in a lot of places, you know, they're really cranking up the prices. They think they're really going to make a cash load of money and take advantage of the visitors. I don't see that from your group at all. I see very reasonable opportunities. You're there for the long haul. You're going to entice us, give us a sample, make us want to come back. Exactly. Wind River Country, the heart of the magic of this big eclipse. And again, the odds are good that the weather's going to play nicely with us. And when you're on your way back, heading back to school for some of those kids, the weather's going to be nice and cool, and it's going to be a pleasant ride home. Exactly. It's going to be a great day. Anything else we should be talking about? Any other points that you wanted to get out to the listening audience?
3: We have lots of camping available. We have a very wide variety of events that will suit your interest. It's possible and even pretty easy to camp or watch the eclipse from the Wind River Reservation which is fantastic. And we are here to answer your questions. Shoot us an email through the contact form, and we will get back to you with our recommendations on what's gonna suit your interest or your needs best. And we're excited to see you here in just a couple weeks.
0: We're gonna be excited to see you there as well. I know you're gonna be busy, but you've done a really good job. You've really done an amazing job putting all these events together. And letting people know what you have to offer. The website, whoever put that website together did an amazing job. Thank you. I will let Joey know. (laughs) That really caught my eye. You know, and we were just looking for opportunities. We've had just, like I said, a lot of people ask about where to go. How do I beat the crowds? How do I have that magical experience? Wind River Country can do it for you Mm -hmm. folks. And again, one last time, where's that website?
3: windrivereclipse.org
0: Casey Adams with Wind River Visitors Council. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes with us.
3: My pleasure. I'm so excited and I'm so glad you found us. Thank you for helping us spread the word.
0: We'll be looking forward to seeing you soon. Summer has officially begun, and Sportsman's Warehouse has everything you need for your next outdoor adventure. From hiking to camping to shooting, ready for some fishing, Sportsman's Warehouse has all the rods, reels, baits, and nets you need for success. And hunting season will be here before you know it, so bring in your bows for free tune ups. The best part of all is that at Sportsman's Warehouse, you'll find knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do, and they will Get you just what you need. Visit us at seven Utah locations. Sportsman's Warehouse. Take it outside.
1: If you would like a little more from your range experience than standing and shooting holes in paper, come and train with us. TaylorGunsmithing.com.
0: Get connected with lightning-fast internet and telephone service through RISE Broadband. Formerly Digis. RISE Broadband raises the bar to internet service, connecting you with family, friends, businesses, and information you need every day. RISE Broadband is dedicated to connect customers with people and things that they value most, covering rural, remote, and suburban areas. Whether you're researching the latest news, enjoying the latest blockbuster movie or chatting with friends, Rise Broadband provides reliable connections for everyone. For more information, visit risebroadband.com or call 844-411-RISE. Again, that's
2: 844-411-RISE. online, on board, and on track with Utah State Parks Online Education for OHVs and PWCs. OHV education is required for youth aged 8 to 15 and PWC education is required for youth aged 12 to 17. Utah's personal watercraft and off-highway vehicle youth education programs required by law are now online at www.stateparks.utah.gov.
3: Let's hit the lake. Put on your life jackets and let's go.
0: But mom, when will I be old enough so I won't drown, and I don't have to wear my life jacket. Will I be invincible just like you? Sweetie,
3: I'm not invincible. I need my life jacket too. Anyone can drown,
2: no matter how old they are.
1: Accidents do happen. Protect yourself and set an example. Wear the proper safety gear when you're on the water. Please remember, nobody is invincible.
0: Celebrate the 60th anniversary of Utah State Parks with an annual State Parks Pass. Visit Utah's Crown Jewels throughout the year with a wide range of activities for your entire family. From boating and fishing to special events or educational opportunities, Utah State Parks offers plenty of adventures, scenery, and memories. An annual State Park Pass gives your family day use access to most of Utah's 43 parks featuring history, beauty, and recreation. $75 annual passes are good for 12 months from date of purchase. And don't forget to make camping reservations year-round. Options include tent sites, deluxe RV sites, cabins, yurts, and teepees. Stop by the trailhead for your next outdoor adventure at stateparks.utah.gov. Listening to Western Life Radio, a 25-year outdoor and Western lifestyle tradition. Thanks for joining us. May all your days be filled with new adventures. I'm Brian Brinkerhoff.